Today's topic, building our base, a mature conversation with the black grassroots. Before I go into my presentation, I need to address something with my listeners. Last Thursday when I began my show, a few people tried to call, call me beforehand when I was starting my video podcast. I explained to them that they would need to wait until I finish my video podcast. Then they can um, call back. After me and Prophetess Wanzella finished our presentation, I opened up the the show for Q&A, but no one called in. But that's okay. I explained to everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups that even if you are unable to participate on the show, no problem. Then you, when you have a moment, please watch my video podcast, leave a public comment on my Facebook page about the topic. If you have a black business or if you are a leader of a black church, then share information about your business slash or ministry so that others will know about it. Most of all, please share my video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. As I looked on my Facebook page, there is less than five people who responded. And you wonder why other racial groups don't take our cause serious. Nevertheless, the show must continue. I created GERCAM in order to mobilize the black grassroots on the local, national, and international basis. Our objective is to solve black issues point blank. So far, we have raised $900. Our goal is to raise 500000 so that people will take our call serious. I'm encouraging two or three people within the United States who are on my friends list or in my social groups that know how to write grants to contact me through Facebook through my Facebook box and leave your email address so that we can discuss doing business. We want to target donors, sponsors, and large corporations so that we can raise the funds for our film project and begin looking to hire qualified film crew and quality actors. The proceeds from the film will put me in a better position financially so that I could do all the things which I have written. Once Rakaio Chicago is established, then we will focus on improving the black community, strengthening the black family, and hosting African tours to meet African entrepreneurs and African Christian leaders from my African group, Rakai of Africa. We will meet them in person. And our goal is to go to 10 African nations, beginning in South Africa. Today, I am speaking directly to the black mobile generation, which consists of black millennials and Generation Z. If you look at the history of black people in America, we never obtained anything through voting. The question is, how did our grandparents get the Civil Rights Bill passed? As I mentioned in my revised book, The Solution for Black America, second edition, it got it passed through the grassroots level. 
by organizing sit-ins and marching, which forced Lyndon Johnson to pass the Civil Rights Act after King's assassination and the Holy Week uprising across major cities in America. If you look at the Montgomery bus boycott, our grandparents stayed off those buses for over a year, and what happened? Laws were changed because they were hit, hitting the white establishment in their pockets. Based on black history, economic boycotts and standing on coal and stand on coal gets results without voting. Economic boycott is the most powerful thing you can do in a capitalist society. Our grandparents showed us how to use it effectively. Some of the biggest problems we're facing as black people today are sellouts, the boule, black politicians, and urban terrorists. When our ancestors left those plantations, the sellouts and coons left with them, and they are still with us today because there is no consequences. Today is a new day. As leader of the grassroots community activist movement, I want to make it clear we will separate ourselves from those within our community who, who do not have our best interests. I do not associate with con artists, hardened criminals, active gang members, urban terrorists, nor pedophiles who will be allowed in this organization. Everyone will be screened, must attend our mandatory or orientation once we have that physical building, um, subjected to a criminal background check, and sign the community pledge, no exceptions. Also, we will have thumb technology. I want to make sure everyone is doing their part. No freeloaders. Every member must contribute something to this organization for the safety of our children. Our best bet of surviving would be for our members who are able to expatriate to Africa. By, and also, I must say, um, apply for dual citizenship so that way we, we can still have ties to America because our um, ancestors did help build this country. But, you know, just come here, learn um, all the technologies, and um, just... Um, be able to um, bring those talents and skills back to the continent because um, what I'm going to present to you today is what um, black people uh, in America days is numbered in America. That's all I can say. This American experiment of multiculturalism is not working for black Americans as a whole. Before we make any move, major moves, our first task should be a mass separation within the black community. The burden I have is for the safety of our black youth. I believe in giving back. If we don't invest in our own people in the black community, who will? The Bible teaches us to bless others. The best way to be a blessing to others is to help meet a need in the black community. We're fighting a losing battle, not because of white, not only just because of white supremacy, but because of other blacks who are more loyal to their political party than to the black community and to black people. 
white supremacy could not do what it's doing without black participation. For example, the Congressional Black Caucus members all co-signed on that Asian hate bill, crime bill, yet none of them have presented anything to protect black people. The American Eagle is a federally protected bird. The COVID-19 Asian hate crime bill has placed Asian Americans as a protected class, no different than the American Eagle. My question is, did Asian Americans have an equivalent of a George Floyd? Where is the Asian version of Breonna Taylor? Where is the Asian version of Philando Castle? Where is the history of Asian Americans being lynched? According to FBI statistics, Asian Americans had record recorded the lowest hate crime. Black Americans ranked the highest with anti-black hate crimes, yet we don't get a bill. When it comes to black people, these career politicians tell us they need a study. The Biden administration gave the Asian community $50 million without a study nor a commission. The Asian community should know that they made a fatal financial mistake by co-signing with white supremacists against us. We relied on in order for them to be placed above us as a protected class. Black people nationwide need to stop patronizing Asian businesses. The majority of their businesses are in the black community. The Democratic Party said that they are not getting rid of qualified immunity, nor are they going to pay reparations. None of the politician, political parties in America is for black empowerment. They're not going to fix our issues. They're not going to do anything. Your black politicians made sure other groups are protected over black people. For me, Democrats and Republicans mean maintaining the status quo or white supremacy. Those of you who refuse to listen to the new black voices of media, my question to you is what has the Biden administration done specifically for black people? We have to start making consequences for those who are against our interests. When it comes to our black politicians, the majority of them are Democrats. The majority of black people vote for Democratic candidates. When you look at black politicians in America, they're not participating in the betterment of black people. They're not for black empowerment, meaning black first. Instead, they are Democratic first. Whatever the Democratic Party say, that's their agenda. We voted for Obama and he did not do anything for the black community. We need to think about solving our issues and stay out of other people's business. As I mentioned in my revised book, we need to create our own independent party. Dominant culture look, looks at us as slaves. Slaves work for work to benefit others. They don't work to benefit themselves. 
if you want to be a slave for the rest of your life, that's your life. Then continue being Democrat first and allow others to get above you. My message is to those of you who are smart and have a black first mentality, then withhold your vote until it's a local election. The financial elites are trying to put black people as a permanent underclass that everyone can step over. You say that you want freedom, justice, and equality, but when it's time to vote someone new in, in office, you continue to vote for the same people who are selling us out. We've been getting killed for 400 years, and we still don't have a hate, a hate crime bill. About 10 years ago, I tried to encourage my group members to create a black legal defense fund for black people who, are, who have been falsely charged with having committed a crime. According to CNN, his family says they were told he died in a car car wreck. The video show now shows Ronald Green was murdered by road cops in Louisiana by state troopers who have been protected and encouraged by white supremacists in Louisiana state government. His killers were aided by the state who had who hid the video and refused to hold the murders accountable. The governor, the governor claimed that it's still under investigation two years later. When you see what happened after the murder of Andrew Brown in North Carolina, a, a Republican state, and in Louisiana, you have a Democratic governor who's covering, covering up for road cops, you understand that this is a concrete effort against us. These murders and the refusal to punish the the murderers is not by accident. This is the financial elites telling black people what they are doing when a group of people are being murdered with complete impunity. Do they not have a right to defend themselves? This is this was just like what happened to Laquan McDonald. That case also had video footage that the Democratic authorities kept covered up until after the election. The Republicans did not have a problem with it. Notice how there's complete bipartisan support for covering up and defending the murders of black people. When you are in a circumstance where you are the perpetual victim of injustice, it falls to those who are being oppressed to produce justice. We can't continue to give credence to a system that, that's hell-bent on killing us. They say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over while expecting something different. Where, where is the human rights organizations? It's no accident that members of government who make it clear that they stand with the murderers. This is what we are seeing from these government officials, district attorneys, judges, and politicians.
The reason that Derek Shelvin is mocked up is because the authorities in Minnesota from the police, the DAs, the judges, they all got put on notice. The road cops have created a state of lawlessness and injustice. The people were going to restore order. A store manager defend, defends himself from a combative racist customer. Corey, I believe it's pronounced um, Pool. Anyway, his last name is P-U-J-O-L. Defends himself from a white supremacist at Dunkin' Donuts. He was a manager at Dunkin' Donuts in Tampa, Tampa Florida. What happened was a white customer decided to go through the Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru, complaining about the service. The employees felt this man's behavior was off. They asked him to leave the premises. Instead, this man parked his car and went into the building. He called the manager the N-word. As a result, the guy was uh, knocked to the floor and rushed to the hospital where he died. It was a clear case of self-defense. The white supremacists are attempting to railroad this model citizen with manslaughter. Another incident is about a business owner defending his shot from a burglar. Family of Oklahoma marijuana grows. Um, owner charged in death of alleged intruder. The crew Batcher and his wife made headlines last year as the owners of a marijuana shop in Oklahoma who had to exercise his right to self-defense against a burglar. The man who burglarized his shop was shot and later died. It would seem like a open and shut case of self-defense. Oklahoma is a stand-your-ground state, not to mention the law is crystal clear on the ability of a landowner, a landowner to defend his property. The real issue is that Mr. Batcher is black and the criminal is white. The police arrested Mr. Batcher on a bogus charge of not having a proper permit to grow marijuana. He was not prosecuted for murder. He was prosecuted for being a black business owner. We cannot have a situation where black people who are exercising their right to self-defense, who are standing up for their rights to live free from fear, intimidation, and coercion, who may become the victims of white supremacy. Both are, both are prosecuted. Black people are the only ones who get put on, put on trial for defending themselves. Black people are the only people in America who are consistently attacked and persecuted for exercising our right to self-defense. Kyle Chicago will be much more than just a new business endeavor. It's a new system. And... We as black people, we're gonna have to, um, we're gonna have to build it. Even though I do have the idea about it, 
you know, and it's um, in my revised book. But um, I want to turn those ideas into a reality. That's how come I keep uh, trying to make a distinction between Grikam and Grikai. Grikam is just the ideas. So like I keep saying, at this point in time, I am the business. I am Grikam. But I want to turn the business into a real, into a reality. So I want to turn my ideas into a reality. And that is Grikai of Chicago. That's going to, you know, I got the paperwork and everything for that. And, you know, uh, I just, only thing I'm lacking is uh, a physical building. That's how come I'm trying to focus on doing the uh, film. So that way, people that don't like to read, you know, they, they could just watch my story. And um, it's going to help us get um, our message out to the masses. Again, you know, like I say, I mean, I can do um, hundreds of videos. I can do hundreds of um, podcasts. The bottom line, I need people that's on my friends list, especially those that's in my um, social groups, to take this stuff serious. Our, our people are dying in the streets. And these black politicians, they don't care. And um, if it was up to me, I would rather be, uh, I'd rather have my talents and skills on the continent to be working with people that, you know, that have, that want more out of life, that want um, assistance. But I'm here in America. And I'm around, surrounded around people that, you know, in a position that to, um, I would say that can help uh, this organization uh, get up and running. But um, nevertheless, you know, I'm just going to keep doing what I can while I can. I'm praying to my creator that he would connect me with the right people. I am... Um, just trying my best to, you know, keep um, using this technology rather than just um, twiddling my thumbs. And I'm trying to find different contents to write about. So that way, you know, um, I could talk about different topics, you know, each week. But the bottom line is I do want to get this film project um, fully funded and made. So that way we can move to the next level. I've been on Facebook for 17 years. So those of you that's in my groups, you know I'm what I'm all about. But I guarantee, guarantee you, once I start making money and, you know, uh, people actually seeing that, you know, we are traveling to Africa and, you know, we're um, making moves there, we're setting up... Um, Chapters there. We're um, trying to make Gurkai um, the center of the uh, African community, where we, wherever we go. I mean, then everybody gonna want to be on board. But I want people to understand. In this organization, we're gonna um, just raise the the bar. 
because I don't want the next generation to have to uh, endure what I had to uh, ex uh, experience. This is just unnecessary. Um, it's just it's just really um, unfortunate. Bottom line, black people here in America. I'm just gonna say a majority. Uh, uh, help um, get Joe Biden in, into the White House. And as a result of that, we are going to suffer big time. This is how come he's not doing nothing for black people. Um, this, is spirit, this is actually a spiritual warfare at its best. I mean, people, I'm just saying, um, Black Americans would rather reach out to a man that's uh, have anti-black sentiments, you know, for over um, over thirty years. He, he created the um, ninety-four crime bill, locking black people that helped gave rise to uh, mass incarceration. And black people voted for this man. Just, just sad. And now we're going to all have to pay for um, the consequences that a majority of black people made. Now um, the financial elites on the uh, left side, which is the Democrat side, they are going to um, try to put all these other groups against black people. Because that's what capitalism is all about all about in the first place, trying to get different groups to fight over different resources. And we barely have uh, enough resources, you know, as um, black Americans. Um, and so that's why our, our communities are so um, jacked up right now. And really, um, urban gentrification is just a fancy word for um, being colonized, so our communities are being colonized. The financial elites are not there to, you know, try to work with um, people that's already living in the community. They want to just take it over, raise the rent, and all those things move poor people out. But they're not uh, gentrifying other people, um, neighborhoods like that. It's basically black people. So. Um, yes, as you know, yes, um, Asian Americans are a protective, uh, class now, just like the American Eagle, thanks to Black America. Um, so what's going to happen is that, uh, it's going to be much harder for the black kids that's going to grow up in this country. Because of the mistakes that, you know, our people are making. As far as I'm concerned, it's based on this Willie Lynch mentality. But nevertheless, it's still hope. That's why I'm reaching out to the global black family. Um... I'm going to do my best to get this organization up and running here in America as God placed in my heart. 
I'm going to turn it over to qualified uh, black middle class professionals. And I'm going to do my part to, you know, just come to Africa and do what I can to be a blessing to people that want to be a part of this organization. Because black America has rejected my vision for the past 29 years. This organization will be membership based and private. Even on the continent of Africa, it's going to swing people over there as well. Because I only want to work with people that want more out of life. And that's going to be on the up and up. With that being said, um, you can uh, connect with me through Facebook Messenger. I'm going to wait around for about 15 minutes. If I don't hear from anyone within uh, the 15 minutes, we could just call it a, um, a day. But um, before I do that again, I just want to um, just let everybody know that's on my friends list. Um, I'm grateful that uh, you are on my friends list, but I appreciate it if you would just, even if you don't come on the show, um, leave comments about this uh, topic on my Facebook page, good or bad. But those of you that want to come on the show to um, speak with me directly about this topic, you're more than welcome to do so. All right, with that being said, the phone lines are now open. 